This is HPR episode 2853 entitled, Feeding the Beast. It is hosted by Foki and is about 7 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, how the Swedes are killing their hard cash and feeding the beast. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. This is Foki. It's been a long time since I contributed something, but now it's summer, the time when HPR usually has a hard time filling all slots, and I think I have something to fill one. This time it won't be about podcasts. It's about how the Swedes, meaning people living in Sweden, are killing their hard cash and that way feeding the beast. It's like an undergoing study how you, by giving convenience, can trap a whole community. And by the way, I'm part of this experiment. I don't look at it from the outside. I use what I will be describing, but I'm doing it with a bad gut feeling. To give you the whole picture, I have to begin with something that is in itself not about cash. In earlier times, when you had contacts to the administration of the state, the province or country, county you're living in, you had to fill forms and sign those by your hand writing on the bottom of the form. Nowadays, that's become a seldom occasion because you can get this online. It's still forms, but now it's on on screens. But how can you assure your personal identity when no one is seeing your ID card or passport and you don't write by hand? In Sweden, you often are using something called bank bank ID. As the name is hinting, it's your bank that's assuring your identity. But to be accurate, it's not even your bank. It's outsourced to a company. The bank is only assuring to the company that you are you, and from there, it's just this company that is doing the job. In the beginning, a bank ID was a file on your desktop or laptop computer that got to be examined by a proprietary browser plugin. A solution only working for Windows or Mac users. For quite some time we had a free plugin too working of course under GNU Linux. A re-engineering of the proprietary one, but this is gone. They changed the specs of the file and the friendly programmer of the free plugin gave up. I contacted all administration units using Bank ID pointing to the problem that you have to use a proprietary system on your computer to use the public services. They didn't, or didn't want to, understand what I was writing about and instead gave me the advice to use the mobile bank ID, mobile bank ID. And that's just the way it mostly is used today. You have an app on your phone called Just Bank ID that's been used every time you have to assure that you are you and that you want to take the action you just took. 
you're using it when logging into your bank account, declare your taxes, propose for parental leave, change your address, registering your car. For all of these cases you have either an app on your phone or a web page, mostly both. But now back to the money. It's not you that you don't have to give hard cash to pay for something. We had a long time transferals and I heard in the US you mostly use credit cards to pay. But that's still not convenient enough in many cases. What are you doing when you will give some money to another private person but don't have enough banknotes or coins with you? Or how do you assure that you always get all numbers right while doing bank transfers? The Swedish solution is called Swish. It is an application on your phone. It's bound to your phone and phone number. On the first start you are assuring your and the phone's identity with the bank via surprise bank ID. From now on you only need the phone number of the other Swish user to pay him or her. The same way you get money from someone other. Companies and organizations can get own numbers, others than phone numbers, right now detected by 123 at the beginning of the number. The advantage uh, you can show directly to the receiver that the transaction is realized and before you affirm the transaction with your bank ID, you get to see the name of the receiver in the display. The first disadvantage is the other side is seeing your identity too in the list of received payments. So even when you only are buying some fine book on the flea market, you are paying not only with money but also with your identity. In most cases I don't think that's a big problem. 90% of my private switch contacts do know me anyway. But it doesn't stop there. More and more companies and organizations are using switch too. Something that is a little weird for me because users of 1 to 3 numbers are paying to the company behind Swish for every transaction. If my informations are right, it's 1% of the amount. One last thing that's becoming more and more used is something called Blip. For amounts up to 200 crowners, you can pay by just holding your debit card to the payment terminal and the transaction is done without any identity assurance, no PIN, no signature. To sum it up, we are using private company solutions to transfer money and for our contacts to the public administrations. Every time we have problems with net connectivities or the companies behind Bank ID, Swish and Blip have hiccups, everyone is having problems. Many people don't even have cash in their purses so little or so little that they could not even buy the needs of the day. As I already said, I'm not better than my surrounding. I too use Swish to quick give my share of a gift to a colleague. I too are signing my form for parental leave with bank ID and I'm bleeping for the ice cream this summer. In every time life that's convenient. But every time I give a little bit more to the big data collection and every time I'm helping one step more towards a cash-free society making it hard for those not part of it because they don't have an account in the banks behind Bank ID or because they only visit Sweden for a while and would prefer to use hard cash. One last information. It's not only Sweden walking on this path. 
or Nordic neighbors, Denmark, Norway and Finland have or are introducing similar solutions. Just take a tour in Copenhagen and you will see. Thank you for your time. If you have thoughts on this issue, comment by giving a show to HPR2. Goodbye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.